0: Welcome to the 2SER Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you find something to read, no matter what your taste. Here's Andrew and Alex. It is great to be here for another book club and... There are so many amazing books coming out, and just as I was ready to dive headfirst into 2021 with you, I was presented with the opportunity. So, last week, the Victorian Premier's Literary Awards were announced. Laura Jean McKay, she is the winner of the 2020 Victorian Premier's Literary Awards, and I had a chance to speak with Laura about her novel, The Animals in That Country. So, that's, uh, that's what I wanted to bring in for you today. This book is staggering. The Animals in That Country takes us north. Jean is a guide in a wildlife preserve. Irascibly antisocial, Jean drinks too much, smokes too much, and picks fights online. Except for Thursdays, when she cleans herself up and looks after her granddaughter. Jean's son, Lee, may have done a runner, but he did leave behind gorgeous Kimberly. and Jean is fiercely protective of Kim, even if Kim's mum Ange has, well, little time for Jean. Jean and Kimberly love to plan for the day when they'll have their own wildlife preserve. They carefully scrapbook their ideas, even as the news warns them of an illness spreading in the South. Zoo flu has hit the southern states hard, bringing flu-like symptoms, pink eyes, and the ability to talk to animals. Soon, the park must close their gates and quarantine themselves against the pandemic, because who knows what the rescued animals will have to say about their captivity. The animals in that country is part domestic drama, part road trip, and past, part post-apocalyptic dystopia. Zoo flu, as it's called in the novel, uh, the pandemic is, called, is, is sort of nicknamed zoo flu, zoo flu is greeted by many as an awakening, awakening of consciousness. I mean, who doesn't want to hear how much their pets love them? But soon it turns sour as humans find they cannot tolerate what the animals have to tell them. McKay very quickly helps us understand that we are not the centre of the universe anymore, that is, if we ever were. The narrative shows us that whether we like it or not, we are super apex predators and all our illusions of benevolence to each other, to the animals, they fall away in the face of terrified creatures who only recognise humans as the gatekeepers of their freedom. As the narrative progresses, we see the gradual unravelling of society as people are faced with the wholesale changes that Zuflu forces onto their world. I mean, there is no way, this book came out in March 2020, there is no way that McKay could have foreseen what 2020 would confront us with. And yet she's given us a dramatic depiction of that very society in flux. The animals in that country poses a particularly sticky linguistic dilemma that seemed to me to resonate with all the shouty internet goings-on that plague our lives. Because sure, humans with zoo flu can decode what the animals around them are saying, but often hearing does not equal understanding. And so we get some really strange and surrealistic communiques from the animals. I mean, why would you assume that a wallaby or a croc is going to talk to you like your best friend. Communication is about sharing something and taking the time to listen, even trying to empathise with the other person or crocodile. And so it is, Kimberly who ends up teaching Jean that it's not enough to just listen. She has to face up to the animals. She has to look at them. You've got to look at their bodies, their actions, their sense. Animals communicate in so many ways, and they have so many things to say that are very unlike our human communication. Jean learns that she has to consider the animal's perspectives to make sense of what they have to say to her. And there's a really fascinating interaction that goes on throughout the book between Jean and a dingo named Sue, and Jean initially interprets Sue's missives as being, she's calling Jean queen. And then later she comes to understand perhaps it's mother and that Sue is actually reaching out to her, inviting her to become part of her pack. And Jean has to learn to interpret this, to learn to empathise with Sue's position, not just what she wants to hear. Now, maybe I'm wrong, but how often do we ever do that day to day? Actually try to take another's perspective into consideration before we just keep talking ourselves. The Animals in That Country, it represents, I think, a dystopia for some, a utopia for others. It's a book of ideas wrapped in this page turning, breakneck narrative. Um, Look, I loved it. It is a well deserving winner of the 2020 Victorian Premier's Literary Awards. I would say go out and check it out. You can also, if you'd like, check out my interview with Laura Jean McKay. It is up on the Final Draft Great Conversations podcast. It's also up on 2 Thank you so much for having me again, Alex. I promise I'll be back next week with some fantastic 2021 releases. Till then, happy reading, everyone. Bye now.